This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Hurley. Season 6, Episode 19, Rick Grinnell and the California Recall. Over the next six weeks, and until March 17, 2021, the San Francisco Experience will bring you updates on the Signature Gathering Initiative for the Governor's Recall, profiles of likely candidates for governor, and independent analysis of the major issues in the campaign. As soon as 1.5 million signatures have been certified by the California Secretary of State, a recall election must be called within 80 days. Assuming that the signature drive is successful, and 1.4 million signatures had already been collected by the first week of February, the recall campaign and election will be the dominant political issue in California throughout the spring and into the summer of 2021. The election would actually take place in July or August of 2021, if it comes to that. The recall will have national implications for the Democratic Party, whether Governor Newsom is replaced or not. Gavin Newsom, of course, is a high-profile Democrat from the largest state in the country. He has presidential ambitions, without question. But if he's replaced as governor, it will shake up the national lineup for the 2024 presidential race. Joe Biden has already said that he may not seek re-election in 2024. And if Gavin Newsom is replaced as governor, that would be one less likely candidate running in the Democratic primaries to succeed him. So this recall definitely has an impact on the 2024 presidential race. But even if he survives, Newsom will be weakened politically as a result of a brutal campaign since California is still struggling in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. In a sense, he's damned if he wins, and he's doubly damned if he loses the recall. As the contours of the race to replace Newsom come into sharper focus, and last week, two Republicans have already declared as candidates. It was instructive to watch a third possible Republican candidate emerge on Fox TV. On the Sean Hannity show on Wednesday, February 3rd, Ambassador Rick Grinnell was quizzed by both Hannity and U.S. Representative from Florida, Matt Gates who egged on the former ambassador to commit to run for governor of California. But Grinnell was coy and he was having, and he would not take the bait. He certainly sounded interested, but at the same time, he just didn't seem to be ready to make a move just yet. However, he did comment on election integrity in the context of the recall, 
which seemed somewhat odd, a little premature, if you will, for a non-candidate this early in the process. What does he know that we don't? But more about the mechanics of a recall election, and we'll try to unpack Grinnell's comments about the integrity of the recall election later in this podcast. But you have to remember, running for election on a statewide basis in California for a Republican is no mean feat. No Republican has won a statewide election in California in the last 15 years, and that is since 2006, when Arnold Schwarzenegger won re-election as governor. So who is Ambassador Rick Grinnell? He's 54 years old, and he was born in Jenison, Michigan in 1966. He's a lifelong Republican. He's openly gay, and he and his partner, Matt Lashy, live in Rancho Mirage, California, down in the desert. He's a graduate of Evangel University and Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. He served in George W. Bush's administration as a spokesperson to the United Nations from 2001 to 2008. He was also a foreign policy spokesman for Mitt Romney in the 2012 campaign, and he served as an, amb- as an advisor to former New York Governor George Pataki. He formed his own political consulting firm called Capital Media Partners, and he has been a regular Fox News contributor. In September 2017, President Trump nominated him to be the U.S. Ambassador to Germany, and he was confirmed by the U.S. Senate in April 2018, 56 to 42. He became the first openly gay U.S. ambassador to a major ally, Germany in this case, and that was the first such high-level appointment in U.S. history. But the honor of the very first openly gay U.S. ambassador actually goes to James Hormel of San Francisco, who was named ambassador to Luxembourg by Bill Clinton in 1999. Noted for his blunt and forthright style, Grinnell's tenure as U.S. ambassador to Berlin from 2018 to 2020 was rocky, to say the least. One month into his new assignment, he voiced support for Europe's right-wing political movements in an interview with Breitbart. He also voiced support for the German right-wing political party, AFD, Alternative for Germany. AFD in Germany is essentially a pariah, politically speaking. But as ambassador, it's important for any ambassador to speak to all the political players and all the political parties in any one country. So he can't be faulted for reaching out to a major political party in Germany, which is AFD. He presented himself as a big fan of Sebastian Kreutz, 
the right-wing prime minister of Austria. He also ruffled some German sensibilities on their trade links to Iran, as well as inadequate German defense spending and NATO contributions, the Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline to bring Russian national natural gas to Germany, and also German reliance on the Chinese telecom giant Huawei for setting up Germany's new 5G network. Subsequently, in early 2020, while still ambassador, Donald Trump named him to be acting director of national intelligence, which is a cabinet-level post. And Trump bragged at the time that Rick Grinnell was in fact the first openly gay cabinet member in U.S. history. He proceeded to aggressively declassify many documents while director of national intelligence, including many Russiagate materials. He's a favorite of Donald Trump, and Grinnell is seen as being more palatable to California voters who are socially moderate. But don't forget, Donald Trump won 6 million votes in deep navy blue California in November 2020. And even here in the deepest, darkest navy blue San Francisco of the bluest state in the country, Donald Trump actually won 12% of the vote in San Francisco. There are still many deep-pocketed GOP donors in California. However, Republicans only represent 24% of the state's registered voters, as compared to 46% of registered voters for Democrats. But don't forget, California's recall laws permit the replacement governor to win the governor's slot with a simple plurality of votes. In the latest polls, 36% of voters want to replace Newsom. In a crowded field of candidates, and in 2003, there were 135 candidates on the ballot, potentially a winner could poll a relatively low overall percentage of the vote, but if he or she comes in first, they automatically win and become governor of the largest state in the country. No primary is held. The election just requires a simple plurality of the votes to become governor to serve out the remaining 18 months of Gavin Newsom's term. Again, the recall is a two-part ballot. The first part of the ballot is a simple yes or no vote on Gavin Newsom to continue as governor. He's not actually running against anyone. It's just a, like a referendum on him. It's a binary choice, yes or no, for Gavin Newsom. In order for him to keep his job, he must score 50% of the vote plus one. If he falls short of that 50% plus one, the second part of the ballot kicks in, 
And the top vote winner in the list for governor replacements, the top vote winner becomes governor. For a socially moderate Republican to win a Republican primary in California in a normal election cycle is very tough because the right wing of the Republican Party tends to turn out in primaries, but the right wing winner in those primaries is usually unpalatable to the broader electorate come November. But the recall has no primary provision. It's a free-for-all, if you will. It's a free-for-all vote, which could appeal to a high-profile, big-name, well-known candidate with a big war chest. That's why Hollywood stars like Schwarzenegger or even Ronald Reagan, and before him, George Murphy in 1964, all did well in the Republican primary and were were all elected because they were high profile, they had big names, and they had big war chest. But to come back to Ambassador Grinnell's comment about election integrity as regards the recall vote, let's let's unpack what he meant by that. Or at least let's unpack and try to figure out what he meant by that. And it could be quite tricky. In the 2003 recall election that Arnold won, it was a classic low turnout off-year special election. And more conservative candidates tend to be favored in low turnout off-year elections. Now, 2021 would be an off-year election, and normally it would be a low turnout election. And at that point in 2003, the California Democratic Party had not perfected its ballot harvesting operations. However, we're now in 2021. Governor Newsom would likely decree a statewide mail-in vote election, just as he did in November of 2020. And a statewide, by sending unsolicited ballots to every single voter in California, for the November 2020 election, he significantly boosted the total vote as a result of the COVID pandemic. California had never had a mail-in vote of mail-in election before November 2020. But rest assured, if Governor Newsom can boost the turnout and boosting turnout when 46% of the registration in the state is Democrat and of his party, that would clearly be a big advantage to him. Secondly, ballot harvesting or collection of ballots by a third party for delivery to the polls also ensures that erstwhile lackadaisical voters have their votes picked up by volunteers. So often, many voters will simply forget to go vote on election day, or they'll forget to put their ballot in the mail. Ballot harvesting 
actually sends a volunteer to your door who knocks on the door, makes sure that you have filled out the ballot correctly, which of course is subject to potential abuse, watches you seal the envelope, and then gives you gives the volunteer the envelope to hand in at the at the polling station. That practice is legal here in California. And again, it could boost the vote totals for the official Democrat candidate who would likely be Governor Newsom. Republicans can also ballot harvest if they will, but generally it's not necessary for Republicans as they tend to be a little more disciplined about voting in person or mail, and they tend to vote more reliably than Democrats. One other wrinkle which may impact the 2021 recall is that the new California Secretary of State, Dr. Shirley Weber, and it's the Secretary of State who oversees all elections, including the recall election, The new Secretary of State, Dr. Shirley Weber, was appointed to the post only in January by Governor Newsom himself to fill the vacancy caused by Alex Padilla being named by Gavin Newsom, the new U.S. Senator from California. Weber could be called upon to recuse herself from overseeing the recall Since the subject of the recall, Gavin Newsom, appointed her to the post in the first place, and it would be an obvious conflict of interest for her to oversee the election which might replace the man who put her in office. While Rick Grinnell did not cite those three election process anomalies, he did reference election integrity, and those three anomalies are clearly impactful on the smooth, honest administration of the recall, should it come to that. But whether Grinnell ultimately gets in the race, and some call it a free-for-all, as I said, it's just too early to say. But he would bring a forceful, blunt style to the campaign, and he would likely be a formidable opponent and really shine the light on some of the big issues that California needs to confront whoever the governor is. My sources for today's podcast include CBS News, Der Spiegel, the German Current Affairs magazine, and the New York Times. Make sure to visit our website, www.thesanfranciscoexperiencepodcast.com, and hit subscribe so future episodes of the podcast can come straight to your inbox. It's free, and it's an easy way to keep up to date with the San Francisco experience. This has been your host, Jim Curlahy, for the San Francisco experience, reporting to you from America's favorite city, San Francisco.